We're back. We're back. Sorry for the late start, folks. Technical difficulties and other things. But hey, how you doing? How you doing, Shirley? How you doing, girl? How you doing, Shirley? I got 
greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, hogs, dogs, chicken, turkeys, rabbits. You name it. You name it, surely got it. I know with her big old sexy ass. How you doing? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. Um, but this is what we're going to have to do, folks. This is what we're going to have to do. Uh, one, I want you guys to make sure you get the likes up, hit the like button, because uh, we want to get into this. The last couple of days, man, last couple of weeks, things have been a little intense around here. And I will tell you why, because this whole notion of leftover cake and leftovers and blah, 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 has women straight up bugging. And you know what? You would think that I did something. I didn't do nothing except tell you what men already think. Don't get mad at me because uh, you didn't know. Uh, and I don't think that, hold on. I don't think the women are attracted to looks of money, but confidence. I've seen ugly dudes take on women. Thanks, Patsy. That may be for you. See, the, see the, dear, the thing is, it don't matter what you take home. It matters what you keep. And you can't keep these men. Women can't. Dudes with just confidence. Confidence don't pay the motherfucking mortgage. Okay? So... Again, late great Patrice O'Neill, you don't go to a fish and ask him how to catch fish. You got to go to a fisherman. We fish. Confidence and broke ain't a good look. What you confident in? Oh, Lord and mercy, Jesus. I'm glad that wasn't on screen. That was, that was not good. All right, so anywho, the subject of the day is modern women are a party of one. That's what we're talking about. Modern women are a party of one. Before we get started, the candle of the evening is from Diptyque and it is called Coriander. Coriander is the fragrance. The candle of the evening and the fragrance is probably one of the best fragrances in the freaking world. This one right here is a show of panty dropper, get the draws kind of the harmonious hypnotizing fire will cause any woman in a 50 mile radius to begin immediately ovulating. Yes, this they should call this ovulation bomb. You walk by a woman wearing this and she's probably going to spontaneously get like six months pregnant. Yeah. So use it at your own discretion because uh, your ass is going to be in child support court. You're going to be baby daddy number uh, nine, I guess. Mm. Harmonizing, hypnotizing fire from the harmonist. All right. Ladies, why is it that I say that modern women are a party of one? Well, I'm glad you asked. Several things led me to this topic. And one of the biggest things that led me to this topic was the notion that modern women are just holding out Holding out for what? Holding out for what? Holding out for something better or a party of one. Holding out for this and holding out for that. Who in the heck are you ladies holding out for? When you ask women today who are every bit of, you know, danger zone. Danger zone! 
27 to 35, when a woman needs to focus like a laser on the outcome she wants as far as relationships. But when you ask women who are in their mid to late 30s, even in their early 40s, who are boss chicks, bad chicks, got my money together, I got my masters. I'm a PhD. Got my masters, but can you cook? I don't need a cookbook. Yeah, they got their PhD and everything else. They don't have a cookbook, but they damn sure do. <laughs> All right, what is the one thing you tend to hear? Some sort of, well, I'm doing what I'm doing right now, and I'm in a waiting position. I'm waiting for, you know, God to send that man to me. I'm holding out. So I'm going to go nom nom yurenga toyo la macarena till that man comes along. Why are so many modern women holding out? What are you holding out for? Whatever it is, ladies, it ain't working. And the net result of it is you become a party of one. Modern woman, party of one. Your table's ready. What do you mean a party of one? A party of one. They become a party of one. Because as your friends who actually decided, you know what? I'm going to be a teacher or an accountant or whatever. I don't, I'm not going to make enough money to pay for my life, my property, my retirement and everything else. I'm not going to be able to fund my retirement. So I'm going to partner with somebody else and we're just going to try to make this thing work. Now, you got so many women who just because they went to college figure that it raises their value, especially this group. I'm a PhD. I had my ladies focus group the other, the other day and the themes continue to uh, kind of play out. Interesting conversation, interesting questions. But one thing over and over, I'm not going to settle. I became this woman over here, therefore I deserve this man over here. Well, ladies, like I tell every one of you, men don't care about what you have. We care about who you are. And your master's, your PhD, your property, your car, whatever, is not, is not, N-O-T, not what men choose on. But see, here's the problem. Women will continue to talk to each other Hype their head up, blow their head up, let women say, well, girl, you shouldn't wait. You should do this. You should do that. The guy you're with right now, he's a good guy. But you know what? You, you don't don't settle for him. What happened to that lawyer you were dating three years ago? What happened? You used to date guys on this level. Why are you going to get with this guy who's a, uh, you know, uh, give him a title, third shift at the plant. Why are you going to get with this guy who's a firefighter? When back in college, you was pulling this and that. Women judge from the highest man they were ever able to deal with. And deal with means simply this. He showed her some attention. Possibly gave her some sex, and she thought that automatically adjusted her level. That's why I'm starting to see hellified basic chicks. Hellified basic from the way they look. Talking about, I'm not going to settle for a broke man. I want a rich man. I want this lifestyle. And I'm like, you do realize you can set whatever price you want to in the market. That's your choice. But you do realize the market, like YouTube, like Instagram, the market is like YouTube and Instagram. Anybody can get a YouTube channel. Anybody can create an Instagram channel. 
Anybody can go to YouTube, create a channel, and post content. But that's because you have a YouTube channel don't mean somebody's going to watch it. Don't mean you're going to get a following. Everybody who's watching right now has a YouTube channel or Instagram channel, but every one of you ain't making money on this stuff and it ain't a business or whatever. Why? But this is the market. So women think because they can create a YouTube channel or an Instagram channel because they can be in the market, they can determine they can have success in the market. The market lets anybody in, but the market gets to decide what success is. So all these women talking about they're going to hold out this and that, they cannot produce the outcome they say they want and they don't want to settle for lower. So they're just going to hold out and wait. Party of one. Sad chick, party of one. Ebony the attorney, party of one. Marsha the marketer, party of one. Nancy the nurse, party of one. Or the PhD or the doctor. Hey, Rita the realtor, party of one. Christine the Creative, party of one. Erica the Entrepreneur, party of one. Party of one. And one thing you're going to recognize is all these party of one women share one thing in common. They share one thing in common for sure. One of the, one, you've heard of the seven deadly sins? I'm going to start talking about the seven deadly sins for the seven deadly curses for modern women. And one of them is a lack of humility. A lack of humility. Modern women, most modern women are too impressed with themselves. That's why you could have a chick who's every bit of five on a good day. Talk about I'm a 10 because I got confidence. I'm a 10 because of this. I'm a 10 because of that. And then you turn around and ask, uh, is there any room for improvement? Is there any room? Are you perfect? No. All right. Well, how can you be a five, have five outcomes? You ain't never had nobody pay your rent, much less. Nobody ain't bought you a tank of gas in your life, much less pay your rent. And you talk about I'm holding out because I'm a 10 and such and so forth. Okay. How that going to happen? Because today, women are too impressed with themselves. Y'all all think y'all special. You all think you're, y'all think you're special. You think you're, you're the sugar, honey, iced tea. And you tend to hear these terms. You know, uh, women, they can, because they can pay, because they can do adult things. I pay my rent, I pay my car note, I pay my food, I buy my shoes. Congratulations, you're a functioning damn adult. But women want credit for that like it's big, like it's something. So they, because they're a functioning adult, they want credit for that because they went to school. I'm a PhD. Nobody cares about your PhD. And I hear this bullshit about women are outpacing men in college and they're, especially black women. Yeah, let them say whatever they want to. Ask them what their net worth is. Most have a negative net worth because they got they got their masters, their PhD. They're making the one that's making a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, but you uh, but how much student loan debt in? How much is your household debt? What's your consumer debt? Negative net worth means your social the things you want credit for ain't working. And why is this so important? Because today women have far far too many women uh, are too impressed with themselves. Other than that. Why do you think a woman who is an average looking, uh, below average physicality, below average weight, 
can sit around talking about they're going to hold out. Or wait, what are you waiting for? The answer is what many are waiting for is a sucker. They're waiting for somebody to go, to go ahead and say, you know what? Even though you got 200,000 miles on you and had a couple of wrecks, I'm going to go ahead and pay brand new prices for it. Here's some of the attributes of an overly impressed party of one. They say things like, not all women are like that. They say things like, well, I don't know about that. I can't speak for that, but I know for me and mine. Yet, you're single as French toast. No generalization is valid because everyone is special, because you haven't spoken to everyone on a particular subject, you can't speak about it. Because until you talk to everyone and get everyone's opinion, it's not valid. They want the maximum amount of options with the minimum amount of restrictions. Invariably, they are hyper-individualistic which turns into this deification, almost this queen energy to where they want a man to come along and to exalt them. And how does this show up? And I'm going to open to Instagram. It shows up in women holding on, holding out, wanting a man to come into their life, to partner with them, to maintain, at least maintain, but they really want a man to come in and elevate their lifestyle. So, the question becomes, all right, then what kind of woman can ask for these things? Are, is the average woman, the woman that's in the 50 to 60, the 50%, is that something the average woman can ask for? Well, here's how women answer it. Well, she can ask for it. See, women are doing this bifurcation thing today, guys, and I want you to pay attention. They're playing semantics. Well, she could ask for it. Yeah, you could ask your mama for a cookie before dinner, but that don't mean you get it, right? I want you to understand how women, they, how, how so many women, they'll play these games. They'll start talking about, and when they can't, they get in the corner, they start making up scenarios. Well, what if this probability happens? And at the end of the day, ladies, it doesn't serve you or anybody. It doesn't serve women well because you're becoming a party of one. Open, uh, open Instagram in just a second because here's the reality. Many women are jealous of men. Jealous of men's ability to maintain, to be in the market and actually get women. If a man, a man can, as long as a man is productive, competitive, Productive and competitive, he can pull a woman in the marketplace regardless of age. Productive, competitive, successful men. Shout out to Theo Waff. You can hold out for a dog or PhD, ladies. Uh, yet a normal, humble man will make a, a loving family. Uh, uh, yet a, a normal, loving man will make a family with you. Huh? Here's the thing. Theo, I actually referred somebody to you the other day uh, to the to 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 the things you're teaching. But here's the thing. He mentioned humble. 
Gentlemen, you're looking for a woman who brings peace and she has humility. There are plenty of attractive women who have humility, but they're not overly impressed with themselves. If you're dealing with a woman who's overly impressed with herself, don't waste your time. That's an uphill battle. And women who talk like this, well, why can a man exercise options and you can't? Well, you, we're not equals. We're different in the sense that, but you don't hear men talking about, well, women get their stuff up front, blah, blah, blah. Ladies, many of you are going to have to come to, to um, grips with the fact that you've been marketed to, you've been lied to, the women before you have lied to you, media has lied to you. You cannot have it all. Life is about choices and trade-offs. And as a woman, the most accurate predictor of what you're going to be able to get, acquire, and maintain in the sexual marketplace is your sexual marketplace value. That's fit, feminine, friendly, cooperative, submissive. That's how you look. That's how you carry yourself. And the thing is, you will attract far more men. But the men who keep women, the men who wife women, the men who make lives with women are looking for women who are assets. And they're not looking for women who want uh, a man to get on her program. And why is this important? Because far too many of you ladies are living your lifestyles. You like your place. You're impressed with yourselves. And you want a man to come along just like Eartha Kitt. You want Eartha Kitt. Eartha falls in love with Eartha. And you want somebody to share you being in love with you. That ain't how that works. So are you, on, are you on the road to being a party of one? Are you on the road to being a party of one? I don't know. But here's the question. If you are on the road to being a party of one, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? I'm going to do something real quick, and we're going to bring in the first. Is that what I want to do? We're going to bring in the first uh, caller. But here we go. Before we do that, let's do this. Well, I guess that's not how that joined. Where did, here we go. Money World. Money work. I don't know why it keeps doing that, but we're going to go this one. There we go. I like that better. Money work. Money, money, todo el dinero. Solo un par de gente se lleva el botín entero. Funny, funny, pasa verdadero. Si tienen la verde siempre llegará primero. Pero yo ahora vamos 
antes o después Solo a lo suyo, que Dios todo lo ve Que por más que tarde lo veré caer Somos malos buenos y tenemos fe de dinero Ya lo veré, no vendo mi alma, lo lograré Seré el más grande, no olvidaré De dónde vengo ni cómo voy All right, let's get it. Uh, bring these folks on. Boom. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. Can I not be on camera? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you gotta be on. You gotta be on Instagram. Kind of, how old are you? All right. What's the what's the what is the question or the comment? Um, your question was. Yeah. What are y'all holding out for? Party of one. Yeah. What are, what are women holding out for? I don't know. Um, I I was married and divorced. I didn't hold out, but um, I wouldn't say that I'm holding out today. I just after listening to you, I don't see any hope in anything. What do you mean? I mean, I don't know. I feel like my market value is not as high as it used to be. Prior to marriage, I had two children. It's not as high as it used to be? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, anything that ages and gets used decreases. So, I mean, that's expected, though, right? Correct. Okay, go ahead. Expected, though. Huh? What'd you say? I said divorce wasn't expected, so I wasn't, you know, planning on the decline. <laughs> okay. But, um, Okay. Who filed for divorce? My husband did. Uh, why'd you guys split? Because I didn't know how to be a wife. Okay. I wasn't taught. Okay. So is that a more accurate reason why you feel like there's no hope? Yeah. So it's not the declining sexual marketplace value or the divorce. It's you. Mm-hmm. I feel like with the knowledge that I have, it, I don't know if there's anything out there that would anything anything out there that what anything that would accommodate my situation. I mean, you know, who wants to take care of someone else's kids? And you was know, your ex husband married? No, probably watching. <laughs> then why not go back to him? But why do you why do you think that is? I don't think he's seen a change in me. 
What's the name of your therapist? Kevin Samuels. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have one. You know what that is? What's that? The world's smallest violin playing My Heart Bleeds for You. I mean, what do you want us to say, ma'am? I mean, you were, you're married. You honest and said he divorced me because I didn't know how to be a husband. Then you, but then you go to the market and say, I don't think there's any hope because of the declining sexual marketplace value. That happens for everybody, for all women in particular. It doesn't necessarily happen for all men. But yeah, our value dec decreases too. But then you don't know anybody who will accommodate your situation. Yeah, the man you started your situation with. But why doesn't he want you back? Because you ain't done nothing. I wouldn't say that. You I ain't. I, I think I. I mean, I have gone therapy. I have not been active therapy. How long? What's the longest continuous time you've been in therapy? So during the marriage, closest to the divorce, I was in therapy for the last two years, trying to, you know, rectify the marriage. No, no, you went on one by yourself. Not. So I was alone. So when you were when you were in your marriage, you were doing therapy by yourself. Correct. When I thought things were going, you know, hectic, I knew that I was doing wrong. I knew that I had a part to play, and I sought therapy. Um, and the therapist kept telling me to get a divorce, and I didn't like the idea. Is that a was your therapist male or female? Huh? I went to the church after that and sought therapy through, like, counsel through the church, um, like through ministerial counsel and stuff. Uh -huh. That works out a little better, but by then it was it was just too late. I didn't actually, you know, go through with full therapy. It had already too much water was under the bridge, and it was already over. What do you mean it was already over? I guess he had already had enough of everything. I mean, I I, I stayed home with the boys. I raised the kids. You know, I what did he want you to do? Shut up. Why didn't you do that? Honestly, hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, I don't know why I didn't do that. At the time, I didn't know why. I mean, now, looking back, I was stupid. I was angry. I... But and when it was time to get him back, I mean, it's it, it, it been too long. It's been five years, you know, he's in and out of different relationships. And then, of course, the divorce battle, right? That was. But. Is it he's is it he's gone on or you haven't done enough work? I don't think that there's anything out there. I believe in marriage. I believe in the 
Well, the market's out there. The market's out there, but the market's going to ask the same questions I'm asking. What did you think you were going to get? I mean, I mean, I mean, when you were when you were being when you're in your marriage and being the way you were, what you what were you fighting for? You know what? I don't know. I just saw my mom do it. I did what I saw her. Your mom was married. No, she just fought with all of her boyfriends and fought with us. And I, 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 who has custody of the boys? How old is the youngest? Eight. How often do they see their father? Not often at all. Why? He says he's not financially stable to see them or take them because I take all his money after the divorce. So blames me for that. When I offer, I, I ask, I beg. Hold, hold on. I mean, he doesn't. What state are you in? Pennsylvania. Do you get child support? I do. Cut off the child support. How will I be able to help take care of the kids? See? Okay, cut off the child support and give, have actual joint custody with your ex-husband. Straight up joint. Three and a half days with you, or four days with you, three days with him, three days with you, four days with him. No child support. Listen. That would send a damn sure close signal that you're on trying to actually do something different. It would also give your boys more time with the man they need to be with, their father. If he's saying the money is draining him, well, uh, man, Cut the child support off. Move in good faith. How will it hurt your boys if you cut child support and you actually have joint physical custody with your with their father? So where now the reason for the money is gone because he has to pay for them when they're with him. You have to pay for them when they're with you. So there's no need for the money. How does it hurt the boys? I understand what you're saying. It doesn't hurt them at all. But what if he, if he doesn't have a place to live, where would he take them half of the time? So he lives in his car? He lives on somebody's couch. Are you getting child support every month? So he's on somebody's couch. I didn't ask him to do that. I, I just I didn't say you asked him to do it, but I just want you to understand that from the man's standpoint, ain't nobody gonna have shed one tear. Because you were with a man and you said it. And now after the marriage, you getting the money. <laughs> and I don't want to get too deep into it, but is what's more important, having a, a functioning relationship with your ex and having your boys with their father and having some semblance of a family or this cold war? I just don't know. I 
just feel like Kevin didn't ask for anything. I begged him to stay. I promised I, I went to the No, no, no. See, you can beg him to stay, but I asked you the first thing. What was the name of your therapist? And the problem is he hasn't seen enough change. If you... So let's just imagine this happens. Let's just let me let me use my Thanos powers here, shall we? Let me use my Thanos powers. Hello, Eric. Hey, this is me. Yeah. Um, you know, I want to do something. The boys don't see you that often, and I know you're in a you're in this way, and you and you say it's on me because I, I get the money. So here here's, here's my here's what I want to do. I went down to the court and I actually terminated the support order. I terminated the support order and I want to have joint custody, joint physical custody with the boys. I give you about 90 days to get yourself together to where you have a place to where the boys can come over there. So you should be able to do that with the money you get. There's, there's videos on YouTube right here with women who have cut off support, cut off the child support and been a help helpful to the ex-husband and now they're in a better position. How does that hurt the boys? It doesn't hurt them at all, Kevin. So do you not do you not think if you cut the support off, do you think he would do you think he what do you think he would do? I think he wouldn't because so we I think I think that nothing would Huh? You, so you think if you cut the child support that he would not see the boys? Correct. We separated for five years. Okay. Three so let me stop you right here. I want you to stop you right here. Yes, sir. You want to get back with the man who you said if you cut the child support off, how you just keep the money and still not see the boys? Correct. So why do you want to get back with a man with such a low character? If that's what you really believe. I, 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 I literally believe in the sanctity of marriage. That's not what I asked. I asked, why would you want to get back with a man? Because there's fear here. And I'm trying to understand why you want to go back to this man. If you're saying I'm dealing with a man, if I cut the child support off and offer him a joint custody, he'd just take the money and still be out of his boy's life. You don't. So you don't think very highly of him. I don't. But I still. I mean, I'm married. And like, I think that that means something. I mean, I love I love my brother. He may not. Did you hear what you just said? (laughs) And I want you to think about what I'm about to say. You're in charge of raising two boys? And you don't think very highly of their father. I don't tell them that. You do you know when your children are sick, even without them telling you? Do you know when something's wrong with one of your children just by looking at them? Yeah. Why? Because you raise them and they're around you. Guess what? We know our mamas just like they know us. I don't know. Why the hell y'all think just because you don't say nothing, we don't know? Did I say something? So we were separated for five years. Three out of the five years, I asked for no child support. I asked for nothing. He told me. I asked him for money for food. He said, put me on child support. That's what he said. Ma'am, I don't care. I'm going to tell you why I don't care. Because there's three sides to every story. Yours, his, and the truth. I don't give a shit about who shot John. You said that 
Why are you, you want to get back with him? I'm trying to understand why you want to get back with a man that you don't think very highly of. Because I, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back, hold on. Wait a goddamn minute, ma'am. Wait a goddamn minute. There is no hypothetical. I don't do that over here. Run that shit on some feminist channel. Don't come call your ex-husband and the man that you created life with a piece of crap. I'm sorry. I did not mean The internet is forever. What do you think? Oh, you meant it in a nice way. No, no, I just meant it in a, in like... Stop. Stop. Just stop. When you're in a ditch, stop digging. What do you think it's like to live with you? So do you think if you're around somebody who's difficult or not easy to live with, that they have an impact on your psyche? Of course. Do you think he doesn't love his boys? I never said that. So do you think it, do you think it bothers him not to be around his sons? I can't answer that. Yes, you can, and you will. So I would have asked. Yes, I'm sure about this. Uh-huh. Okay. This is, everything we've talked about so far has been about you. You're the chaotic center of all of this. And if the world was balanced, he should have custody of those boys. Prior to 1945, he would have had custody. Then, asked, but then you'd be paying child support. He asked for it at one point in time, and his living situation, he gave it back. He's, okay, ma'am. Here's what I, I mean. I, I, here's the thing. There's always going to be, like I said, the market is what it is. And the market's going to look at how you handled your, why'd you quit your last job? Did you quit or were you fired? Who's your former employer? If this, if, if if your marriage was a job, you're not talking very highly in your job. So, I'm stuck on the fact that you say he doesn't see his boys, not because he doesn't love them, because he said you're taking all the money. You said he's living on the couch, so he doesn't have a residence. That's what he said. This is he's telling me. He doesn't have a residence. Have anywhere to live. Or so what, to live. what happens when the boys ask where their dad is? When they say they want to see your dad? They don't anymore. But when they used to, I would call him. Tell him, come get the kids. The kids is asking for you. They're outside. You know, we live in a neighborhood where they can play outside. He can come by. So does he, have, does he not? So, but he does have a job. He does. 
Is he paying more than $1,000 a month in child support? Yes. More than $1,500 a month? No. He was. In what state? Alimony? I'll support, yeah. How long were y'all married? About 10 years. Why'd you take alimony? That's a lot. But the marital settlement agreement provided some, uh, provided some benefits. Did you work during the marriage? I did not. And for the, my critics and detractors, I want you guys to ask yourself a question. Men don't, typ men don't typically file a divorce. I did not file for divorce. I said, I said men don't typically file for divorce. And then you're getting alimony and child support. All right. At the end of the day, ma'am, um, yeah, I can see why you're talking about the market. I don't know who'd want to deal with this in the market either. But I'm not really concerned about your dating life. I'm asking about the boys. They don't see their dad. Um, you're saying that he says he doesn't see him because of the money, but I'm saying the two adults need to get the shit together to where the kids can see both of y'all. I agree. I call Okay, and if money, okay, and if money, and I'm saying, I asked a critical question. If you cut the support off, do you think he would see the boys? And you said, no, you need to answer the question of why you think that is, because why don't you think he would see them? Because he's done it in the past, three whole years. Whole years of not seeing the kids, no child support, all his money, no alimony. Was he, was he, where was he at? He was right up the street, less than a couple miles away. He worked, he, you know, he had his fun. I didn't bother them. I went and got a job. I went and provided, I kept the house, I kept the mortgage, I kept the mortgage paid, didn't ask for anything. It wasn't until I lost my job or I had to cut back. So you worked, so you worked, so you worked, so you didn't work during the marriage? Correct. Did you guys have, did you guys have financial pressures in the marriage? No, not at all. Did he, has he changed jobs? Since we, when we were married, he had a steady job. Right. Since in divorce, he's gone through plenty of, lots of different What jobs. was his profession? Uh, social work. Okay. He was a social worker. He worked in law enforcement. He could do that. He has a bachelor's degree in social work, but he... But does he have any substance abuse problems? Not at all. So he was steadily employed and you were a housewife. Yep. But post-divorce, now you're a working woman. And right, wrong, or indifferent, all this was preferable to just getting along with your husband? I tried. Okay. You went to counseling, but I'm always leery when I hear women go to counseling by themselves. You went to counseling by yourself, you went to, then you went to Christian counseling. But at the end of the day, he divorced you for irreconcilable differences? You didn't ask him? Um, divorce, the, I don't even know what the divorce was. Was there another said. woman? There were plenty of those. No, no. When he, 
Did he leave you for another woman? I don't think so. Was he still a social worker when he left you? Yeah. So when he divorced you, he was making money? Yes. No, after the divorce? No. No, when he, did, when he filed for divorce or whatever, he was still earning. Because you right. were... Right. And the order is set likely on his previous earnings, not his current earnings. Correct. You, and you haven't modified that? No, that, that the court did it because he willfully like, acted out in court and got himself thrown in jail, which is why he lost the job. So the judge held him to that earning is contempt of court. The judge, can, you, so you didn't basically, so you're saying it's the judge. You can, you can, you can, you can, ma'am, the judge can't make somebody, child support is an agreement between you two. You can, you can decide to go cut child support off tomorrow. You could decide to go get $1 in child support. All right, but you asked if he had an earning capacity. And right, and I'm saying that he was earning one thing at once, and then he lost his job, and he's earning less, but his, his income, his child support is still set at his previous earning level. Correct. If it were, don't you think it would be fair to lower that to match his current? If he's saying money's an issue. I mean, we, I, we, I sacrificed to send, we sent him to school for him to have this degree so that he, I'm the one with the high school education, so why should he get lower to my income? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Y'all heard it. You heard it. An X amount of dollars. Ma'am. Ma'am, so you think he, so did he, do you think he chose to just make less money? You think he's just out, you think he's happier making less money? I know for a fact he chose to make less money. Oh my God. All right. I don't know. I, you know what? My bullshit meter is going all off now. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm kind of done. I'm kind of done. Ma'am, so you want us to believe that a man chooses to go make less money for what? For what, pray tell? Why? What would be the reason a man chooses to make less money? So you want us, you want me to believe that the support order was set at one thing, but he decided to say, you know what? I don't want to make $70,000 a year. I want to make 40 so I can pay less child support. No, he decided to curse up the judge and get thrown into jail. I didn't say anything about him and the judge. I said the job. I don't give a shit about the court because here's the funny thing. I want you guys to understand. If you've never been to family court, you don't understand how adversarial it is for men. And the thing is, there's your side, his side of truth. I'm saying, why would a man making X decide to make less than X? What does that do to his what does that do to his standard of living? Increase it or decrease it? Again, the only thing I can What does that do? Increase it or decrease it? So you think he's decreasing his standard of living so he can pay decreased child support? That's the only thing I can come up with. That makes no logical sense. That makes no sense. Men don't decrease their earnings to pay less child support. Because that's not how that always works. I, look, man, that's not how it always works. And that's the problem. Modific 
In the family court system, modifications go one way, up. It is rare that a man gets a modification down, even when he loses his job. I know because I couldn't get one. I know because I know many men who couldn't get one. I know because when I sat in family court and was with men's groups, that men can lose jobs. The economy takes a dip. The, the, the sectors are gone, but the, they, they tell you to go get three jobs because they make money off of it. The family court system makes money off of it. And ma'am, if he's making, if money is at the issue and you're really talking about trying to uh, move with this man in good faith, you're getting alimony, you're getting child support set at what his previous income was. And your theory is, well, he did all this to, to, because of his attitude despite the judge. That's beautiful when the judge is on your side. I don't give a shit that he cussed out the judge, man. That, 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 let's say that happened. You could still say, that's your daddy. He had a bad day, whatever. I don't want to lower it down. Or do you, but what you said was, why should I do that? I'm, I, so I've already put him through. I did this for him. So I child supports to pay you back for putting him through school. No. See, child support becomes all kind of shit for women. I asked you, why not modify it? And I said, why don't you redo it? Well, why don't, ma'am, that's what you said. He went to school. He has a degree. So? That, that, that's been, was making all the money. And that was. Industries change. He's not making all the money. The industry changed because he quit his job. When you quit a job, no one fired you. You quit your job. So what do I say when, when you, you, you continue to quit jobs when you see that they're garnishing the maximum allowed amount, which is 55%? Mm-hmm. So God damn. A man is supposed to take 55% of your income. I want you guys to understand. My critics, I hope y'all were able to listen to all of this because I know y'all were like, ooh, he's wrong, so forth. But it is all coming out. This is what men have been reduced to. Ma'am, at the end of the day, I keep asking about your boys. This is between you and him. What about the boys? Can you put, can he put his shit to the side and you put your shit to the side so the boys can have a relationship with both the mother and the father? I don't give a shit about you or him. How about them? Who shot John and who hurt who and who did what at prom? I don't give two fucks about. So if I take him off of child support for 90 days or six months, he still doesn't get it together, then I, do I put him back on them at that point? How long? Do why, why are you going in? I want to know why you don't think he's going to... I want you guys to understand where the question comes from. It's a bad faith question. And this is why family court is so jacked up. Make it, giving women leverage and access to future earnings for past relationships is crazy. You're assuming he's going to do the worst. He's done it before. And, and so have you, ma'am. These, I mean, you're talking about this shit, ma'am, is when you were married, you were doing the worst. No, no, all right. No, all right. Because you said you still wanted to get back with this man. You still want... Uh, it's all on, It's all alive, man. Anybody can hear it. It's fine. I understand. But if I'm held to my resume, why is he not held to his? I don't give a shit about your resume or his resume. What about the boys? That's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. And see, the thing is, man... You keep going back. Well, what if he doesn't do it? So let me, how about this? How about this then? Just like you wanted him to give you good faith, grace and good faith, grace and some mercy that you had changed to give you another shot because you've done the work, right? Excuse me. 
Do the same for him. Give him the benefit of that. Stop. You want him to give you the benefit of the doubt? You give him the benefit of the doubt. What's the, how does that hurt you? How does that hurt you? Financially, it would hurt me because not the same money in the household. I need man. Money. We're not okay. Did I? It hurts you financially for how long? Yeah, that's that's what I said. I just I said joint custody, joint custody. That means he has the boys. You have the boys. See, this is why I go to this selfishness party of one thing. To you, this sounds right. And to me, I'm trying to figure out how can the boys end up having a relationship with the mother and father? And how can y'all get to some point of possibly uh a no resolution, but it's going to take you experiencing some setback too. You want him to give you a shot to give you the benefit of the doubt that you've changed and you that would show a different thing because a woman right here doesn't. I can see why you probably don't believe anything has changed. Because what have you done? You've gone to some therapy. Therapy, men don't. Therapy is supposed to go to an action. It's supposed to do something to soften your heart, to give you some grace, some mercy, to understand some empathy, to understand where people are coming from. Well, he lost his job. Well, he quit his job, but he cussed out this. Okay, so we're supposed to listen to your issues and your drama, but men can't have any. We're just supposed to keep out here steady, performing, da, 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 da. and that's what I want you guys to understand. We are tools. We're utilities. We're not supposed to feel. We're not supposed to think. You can't make no mistakes, but they can make mistakes and at the end of the day, ma'am, you're raising two boys. You're raising two boys, and how they view themselves is going to be directly tied to how you view men, how you view their father, how you interact with men, whether you like it or not. So, I love their father. Uh, uh, this is love. This is why I say I don't give a shit about your love, people. This is what I mean. That's why I say I don't give a shit about your love. Respect. You love them, but you don't respect it. Because as soon as I said, why don't you come to him with an offer? I'm going to pause child I'm going to give you joint custody and cut off child support. So we split the boys 50-50 and we come up with a new way of doing this. And I'm going to give you some time to get yourself up there because you said... 90 days. I'm not asking for you, but you automatically go to, well, what if he fucks me? You mean like you fucked him? I didn't fuck him. You, uh, uh, with your attitude. You said you, I'm talking about in a marriage, you said how not being a good wife. Unbeknownst to me. I doesn't matter unbeknownst or not. That the outcome is the same. All right, but it wasn't deliberate. It wasn't something that. See, you're still going back to the fact, ma'am. Okay. You're still going back to the fact you didn't do it. Okay, fine. Do something different. But you know what? Never mind. That's why we started where we, we, we end or where we start, man. It's about you. And that's cool. The therapy, what's the outcome that's different? Because if you can't have a different beginning with the man you started a family with, you can at least get to where you have mutual respect. You can at least get to the point to where the kids don't feel the tension. Because I don't care about your dating life or his. I'm talking about those boys. That's why the black community is in a position. How would the boys see? How the boys and the hard hearts of far too many women regarding their interpersonal relationship with the men. I don't give a shit about the relationship with the men. I care about the boys. 
You want to have a shot out here in the, in the market? They're going to want to know, how'd you deal with your ex-husband? How, how, how are your boys coming along? Yeah, I'm not in the market. I'm not, I've never. I haven't. It doesn't matter, man. That's my point. Is you said you fear the market because there's no. You don't feel like there's any hope. There is not hope, and there should not be hope for this kind of stuff. You're right. You're right. You're right. Like you said, I didn't plan on the divorce. I didn't plan on the divorce. Well, if you didn't plan on the divorce, but you did the behaviors, you're like, well, unbeknownst to me. The man didn't divorce you after an argument, one argument. This is prolonged. But then you walked away from the marriage where you're a housewife, you got alimony and child support. His financial position has changed. And what you've told us is he's changed his financial position damn near on purpose. He quit his job. Damn near on purpose. And his purpose with changing his financial position was to pay less child support. Makes absolutely no sense. Why would he quit his job? Ma'am, I don't know why somebody would quit their job to pay less child support. That means he has less money. And that's the point. And the fact of the matter, you're still trying to make it. This is how you think of him? Fine. That's why I'm going to let it keep playing, keep playing, keep playing. You're coming at this from a negative standpoint. He did it to, to pay less child support. That also means he has less money to live on, too, right? Less quality of life, less free money, right? Right. Uh-huh. How's that benefit him? I mean, I don't know. He was, he's not, he wasn't. It doesn't benefit him. That's the point. Uh, and all he does is get further and further behind in child support to where they garnish you for the maximum amount. The state's coming after you or not. And the only person who could turn this shit off is you. Because the judge ain't going to do it. The family court system ain't going to do it because they make money off of it. And if, if he is being some, if he's telling you the reason I'm here because I'm under finance, when men can't provide men start to feel worthless. And men don't want to feel worthless in front of their boys. So a lot of times they feel like they're doing their sons a favor by not being around because they don't want to show a poor representation of a man. And if you can have do anything to help fix that for your sons, you might want to consider that. But you got to get out of your way first. But the world ain't going to tell you this. The world's going to tell you, no, girl, you write such and so forth, uh-huh. And you're going to get the sister chorus and the high five and all the women. But at the end of the day, your boys are sitting around not even asking for their daddy no more. What's the cost of all that? How much is that going to cost? How much therapy is that going to cost? Something to think about. There are no easy solutions in human interactions. But you can turn this off. And if it works out in a negative, you can always turn it back on, can't you? Yep, I can, right? Go find out. Have a good one. Thanks, Kevin. I'm telling you, folks, the family court system is one that is not in favor of men. You know, and I'm not trying to make it seem like that guy was a saint in any way, but come on, man. Come on. Mm. Party of one. Party of one. That was a call that needed to happen. It was kind of off topic. I'm going to go a little bit longer. Party of one. Ladies, you don't want to end up being a party of one. You don't want to end up with stuff
like Diane Carroll, when I showed you Diane Carroll, that was a beautiful woman being driven around in a limousine in a fur coat alone. Between a man and a woman, you and I will never know all the stories. And even if we do know all the stories, I don't care. When you have kids, the father, the mother, let me say this. I know men who have walked away from their, fam from their kids because the mother was making them crazy. But it has to be said that the man's still paying the support. So he's not a deadbeat. He just can't deal with you. Get the likes up, folks, so the chat room goes off. And unfortunately, the child support system has been, is able to be used punitively by women. To whose benefit? To whose benefit? So, all right, let's get off of this. Let's get back to single women. Uh, y'all want y'all want the uh, chat room back on? Hit the damn like button. All right. So, when I talk to when I actually do have a chance to sit down and talk to women, one of the things I hear women being concerned about is picking the right man. Hello. Okay, how old are you? I'm 25. 25. So a bit younger than okay, <laughs> so well. Well, uh, did you have a question or do you want to talk about the topic? The monolithic woman in the best light. What does that mean? Just a second. Audience, I want you to fix your eyes on the screen over here. Everyone is special. No one can be generalized. All women act the same. Do you think women act more similar or different? I don't care what you, ma'am. You keep saying like, ma'am. Oh no, I want to. Let's 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 do let's do this. Let's do, do this. Are you a college, are you an educated woman? Okay. Uh, are generalizations valid? Okay, you gotta take you gotta take your. Do you have on Bluetooth? Do you have on Bluetooth or something? Are you on Bluetooth or something? Okay, you listen. Well, yeah, it was a, there was a slight delay. Uh, are generalizations valid? You said what? I think I referenced that. Are generalizations valid? Specific to the area you're 
it's it's hot in Arizona. It's hot in Arizona. Is it always hot in Arizona? But is but but there's but it's not always. But is the generalization valid? Yes. Okay. All right. So what I talk about is broad generalizations that are broadly true for most women. Why do we need to go into the uh, tangential or the nuance? That's okay. So, for example, uh, a lot of times you have women on your show who are thirties and above with kids, like in and out of relationships. Mm-hmm. That's not me. And so, when I'm going into the show, I'm like, "Is he going to talk about someone like me?" And so, what does that mean? What's someone like you? Um, okay, well, yeah, uh, ma'am, 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 I've had at least seven shows on that very topic. Okay. And I did say I was new, so I definitely missed it. That's on me. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, there's uh, three or four videos up from this year. Is this a religious belief? Yeah, for the most part. It's like a promise I made to God. So, okay. Yeah. Are you a Christian? Well, I'm, what I'm what I'm doing, I'm asking at 25, you're waiting till marriage to have sex, right? Yes. Okay. And what I'm trying to understand is where that belief comes from, number one, and how strongly it's attached. Very strong. Mm-hmm. All right. So, do you attend church regularly? So the answer is no. But because of COVID, they don't have a lot of Ma'am, we've been, uh, okay, no. I, you could have been out, no. DC hasn't, okay, okay. All right, uh, okay, so so the direct answer is no. I don't go to the physical church body. I have my service. Regularly. Okay. So this is a belief that you hold strongly, but you're not in the body. I am. I'm just not a member of the church. Do you have a church home you visit? Do you have a church home you go to weekly? What's going on with your camera? Because you're coming in. Do you have a church home that you go to weekly? Is there an active singles ministry? Um, I just started going to it around Easter, so I'm not sure. I don't think so. Um, 
Stop, 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 They were already getting to the problems. You don't go to a church regularly. The church you go to doesn't have an active singles ministry, so I'm sure they don't have a ministry that's actively promoting marriage with you. The church you, why did you pick the church you attend? Oh, God. Can you get close to the window or something? Because your Wi-Fi is doing something. I don't know what's going on. You got people calling you or something. Yeah, let me just turn my phone off. Um, so I was going to one church in a different part of the DMV, and I noticed some of the things. That so how are you supposed to find a husband? How are you supposed to find a husband? How are you supposed to find a husband? Um, I'm a member of a black professionals networking group. That's not Christian. That's not Christian. How are you supposed to find it? How are you supposed to find it? How are you supposed to see? It comes down to one. No, nope, because you you go on and draw on, and I'm getting to where I'm getting. No, 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 that's not how that's going. That's not how that's going to work. That's not how that's going to work. Young lady, it's not how it's going to work because I've given you plenty of latitude and you don't answer directly. The bottom line is you can have your belief. But I'm asking the fundamental blocking and tackling how are you supposed to. Find Mr. Wright and how he's supposed to find you. And if you're in the modern, if you're in the dating environment with non-Christian people, being able to hold your chastity until marriage in a worldly dating environment, not likely. Um, sort of what I was going to say is in these black professional groups, they have different singles right. ministries for Christians. So, there have, but but again, who's leading you in? Who's who's leading you or guiding you in your quest to, to be found by your husband? My pastor back home in Seattle. Your pastor back home in Seattle, but you're not in Seattle. Correct. And so I, my point is, I talk to women. I talk to women like you. I've, when I talk about Christian feminism and all this, I've talked to women like this, and, and if you guys will recall, the 42-year-old woman that lived in Seattle, the virgin, they, they, she was retaining herself. At the end of the day, you can have your belief, but unless you're dating from a pool of men who share your same belief, the likelihood of running into a man that's going to wait until marriage? How long do you think after meeting a, a, a man would you before you would accept his proposal for marriage? Um, I think one to two years. So a man, so a man is supposed to meet you and date you, and one to two years later propose to you, right? One, that's what one to. One to two years, right, right, but you were also younger. Uh, so that man is going to be without sex. Yeah. I mean, everyone I've dated hasn't had sex with me, and those relationships have been about one to two years. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's not realistic for, say, mm -hmm. the modern woman? I don't think it's. I don't think it's realistic for a woman who's not in a church. If I, it's realistic, if you are a woman who's really following her religious convictions, that means you're in a church that one of the main motivations is to foster marriage. 
They have a singles ministry, male and female, where they actively help couples couple because you can have your belief. I was raised in the church. I've been over singles ministries and I'm going to tell you, women like you exist everywhere, but you're still trying to date in the worldly market. And that's easier to do when you're younger. Make some, have somebody wait one to two years, but as you're 25, dear heart, ain't no man in, in the dating market going to wait one to two years unless he shares your belief system. I have a question for you. Do you, under, do you believe that? That makes sense to me, absolutely. So uh, the church I was a part of for like the last year before I switched to this new church, they had a really good ministry program. However, some of their doctrine was off. Is it, you said you came from a faith background. Do you think it's worth it going to church just to be part of? Well, I think if you're going to use that as a, you, you're, you're, you're going to maintain, oh, yes, yes. Because that's the, where else are you going to find, where else are you going to have a high amount of men who are going to be willing to do what, do what you're asking? And especially in a hookup culture. You're not going to meet any husbands. And then husbands ain't going to wait two years. Why do you need to wait one to two years? I mean, in my head, that like sounds right. But I think in my heart, I, there isn't no set rule when it comes to love, when it comes to finding a partner and someone to build with. Well, first off, you're not looking to find... <laughs> That's where you really just fell apart. Christian feminist. Uh, partner ain't got nothing to do with Christianity. Love, what love got to do with it? We didn't fall in love before we got married. We got married and we got used to one another because we didn't date prior to the, uh, the uh, 40s and the, and the rise of the De Beers company and Hallmark and all this other stuff. Your great grandparents jumped brooms. There was no one to two year dating. Lastly, building, there's another modern woman fantasy. So uh, I don't think, I think that many women, I know many women are in church or of faith who are not living that life. So you're going to dating market. You're in the dating market and you're 25 and you're only going to get older. And I'm going to tell you that men a man waiting one to two years, um, I don't see that happening. And the reason I don't have conversations like this, ma'am, is because most people don't do this. True. And the reason you're doing it is your personal beliefs, but do you want to be a Christian? Do you want to have a Christian marriage? Christian hierarchy? Um. Huh. Funny how that think, funny how that pause happened. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I wouldn't frame it as a hierarchy. I think oh, here's a hierarchy, just like there's a holy trinity: Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Uh, there is a hierarchy. What's the vertical relationship? Absolutely. Uh, that, so, but the vertical relationship implies a hierarchy, does it not? Yes. Okay. But what I wanted to like that specific word where the whole hierarchy is like 
stemming from of like submission. And when we look at like the Aramaic or the Hebrew version, it's more of like a teammate, a coach, and a player. And there's something really the, beautiful about that. Uh-huh. And so I would say that's what I would want. Uh, it is Eve was Eve, Eve wasn't Adam's teammate. See, you should go back and look at all the videos I did on Christian. Fem- you can go back and look at all the videos I did on Christian feminism. Then I have videos where I'm talking to women who are born again virgins or holding on. Ma'am, I've talked to you. I lived in Dallas where the potters are. And my point is, um, you talk to Dr. Doctrine is not sound. This isn't sound. This is basically you making up what you want to. Okay, well, but the. Okay, but in order to. But do you want your. But your husband has to still be a believer? Yes. Okay, then where are you, where are you interacting with these men? Um, there's a group called the Sexless Tribe. Um, so I've talked to some guys on there. Mm-hmm. And then it's an online group? Black groups. Yeah. It's, it's, mm hmm. And uh, you're 25. How much time do you think you have to uh, waste? I don't want to waste. I don't think life should ever be wasted. Um, how much time do you think you have to waste in activities or things that aren't going to get you towards the goal? Zero. Okay. So... Do you think you're using your time? If this is the kind of outcome you want, do you think you're maximizing your time? You don't have a regular church home. You have a, a, a group you have. All right. Yeah. When was the last relationship you've had? Um, like the long relationship or a guy I went on a few dates with? That's not a relationship. We're in a relationship. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, So, conversation with the born-again Christian feminist. That's the video I want to look at. She was from Seattle, too. Oh, she was from Arizona. Okay. Yeah. yeah, there are plenty of them in there. Uh, uh, okay. And the bottom line is, ma'am, you got to end up being a... That's one of the holes, I think, in, in, in church today. We're not putting couples together. Women, you can believe what you want, and will you find somebody who shares your beliefs? True. But are you, uh, how tall are you? Uh, like five, three. Okay. Um, do you want kids? Yes. How many? Okay. Uh, and what kind of lifestyle do you want your family to lead? Um, I'm in school to become an ambassador right now. So a lifestyle of helping people. Monetary lifestyle. To make sure that my kids don't have to worry about money and not worry. So about you want to be able to pay for their college? Yes. You want to be able to travel uh, domestically and internationally with your family? Yeah, I plan to live internationally. 
Okay, so you want a man who is earning, uh, it, and you're in D.C., so you're talking about a man who's earning around about $500,000 a year. What percent, do you care what race he is? Okay. What percentage of black men earn half a million dollars or more? What percentage of black men earn one half a million dollars or more? A very small percentage. I don't know the percentage. Give me a number. Ten percent, ten percent. What percentage and what age do you think? What ten-year age range do you think these men are in? But that's the problem. That, but that's the problem. Y'all don't think of it, but you think, but you want the lifestyle. I put, I put potential parameters to it because you don't have to think of the dollars, but you do want the lifestyle. Men hit their financial stride, 45 to 55. Are you prepared to marry a man 15 or 20 years your elder? I think 15 would be my limit. Okay. Maybe. Um, but once again, I'm very optimistic. Uh-huh. All right. So uh, the number of men who make over five hundred thousand dollars are black men is really less than one percent. It's less than one percent. So we're talking roughly. We got about one hundred and fifty thousand black men who fit that nationwide. Now uh, I want to hold on, but uh, hold on, hold on. We've already run the numbers. We've already run the numbers. And the thing is, what forty-five to fifty-five year old black man is going to wait one, two years, and he's making a half a million dollars, and almost all of the women want men in his category. Why is he going to wait? Only if he has the same devotion to God that I do. So he's a 45 or 55-year-old virgin. Well, that's the only way he's going to wait or have the same devotion, ma'am. See, the reason I talk, the reason I do my program this way is because you ladies, you talk about things, but you don't put practicals. You don't even, it doesn't make, and it doesn't make any sense. A man who's that age is going to wait, ma'am, pay attention about this. These men don't want to even wait three dates to have sex. Yeah. So, are you prepared to substantially lower your uh, lifestyle anticipation or expectation? Because here's the reality, the kind of men who have that kind of faith, they're, not, they're typically not making that kind of money as single men. And I'm not asking them to though. I think that's a different thing is obviously wanting someone who can Provide, but I don't no, no, you don't want somebody to provide. You want a luxury lifestyle. That's a luxury lifestyle. Man, $500,000. Well. 
You can say that. You can say that. I want you to understand, ma'am. It sounds good. I talk to women like you every day. Who and it sounds. Listen, I talked to seven women last night. It sounds good, but I'm gonna tell you, the the men who I meet next week, the thirty plus black men who are in that three hundred to million dollar category, they don't do that. And you and you're saying. The lifestyle, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. You can dream, but it, it is a, it is practically how you gonna make it happen. What kind of position? What kind of job? Specific job titles of men that earn the kind of money you're talking about? Three hundred to five. I mean, four hundred thousand dollars plus. What kind of job titles? So I want you to understand. You want that. You want this. You have. You want this man, but you don't know what percentage of men earn the kind of income you would like to have for the lifestyle you want for you, you and your family. You don't know. You can. You can be optimistic, but if you're trying to get into Princeton, you need to know how many people they take. You can't be optimistic. Optimism does something. I asked you 15 minutes ago. Waste time. You got to be realistic. You want men in the top 1%, actually the top half of a percent. You want him to be black. You want him to be no more than 15 years older than you. And he must have your faith. That is such a finite list. Oh, and then he must wait to consummate on the marriage night, which will be one to two years. Think about the man. Think about the man who earns that kind of money. These men are work hard. They're focused. They're driven. They're structured. They don't tend to wait for shit. They don't even wait for it. They don't wait. And they're going to wait for you. And the thing is, you got to say it because. That's what you got. They don't wait. A man at that age is not likely going to be waiting. And here's the thing. At the end of the day, this is why I don't tend to have a lot of I'm going to be honest. Um, the reason I've done these broadcasts on, on Christian feminism is I think the black church has done more to destroy the black family in the last 50 years with this prosperity gospel stuff. Because what you're talking about ain't the, ain't the Baptist Church of God in Christ me and my family grew up on. Women knew that they needed to get with a man younger 
And if you want to have this lifestyle, you build. But you talked about build. Ma'am, the man you talked about, ain't, you ain't building nothing. He's already there and you want to get him at the finish line. I haven't heard build language from you. Um, but that's like another thing I wanted to talk about. Just I got to hurry up, ma'am. I got to get on to somebody. Okay, I, but why would I need to, you talk about like, finding like, ma'am, you just making $500,000. Like, I don't need him at $500,000. Like, I don't like... If he's in grad school like me or just out of grad school or anything like that, like he doesn't need to already be there. Mm -hmm. It could be something we do together. Mm -hmm. No. <laughs> no, because uh, when, when you're married and pregnant with your first child, do you want to have to work to pay significant bills? Do you want to have to work to pay significant bills when you're pregnant, married and pregnant with your first child? Yes or no? Have to work to pay. Have to. Have to. Have to. No, no. Then he needs to already be there. Okay. I don't. And see, what I think you need to do is watch me more. You need to watch me more to understand that I know what I'm talking about because I talk to men in this category and I talk to women like yourself. And the thing is, what's really going to throw you off is the your faith. You want someone to wait. And that's what I've talked to all these women. Then you got to pick a man who's Christian. And from that, you don't get to. Okay. This is not Burger King. You cannot have it your way. There are only so many options you get to pick. Christian is where you get to spend most of your, your points. Boom. You, you, you want to roll up a character where you can only have so many attributes. Christian, where you got to put a bunch into that category. That means you don't get necessarily get income. You might, but likely you don't. Uh, and that, that is what it is. <laughs> but, but the bottom line is, even if you even if you understood that, you still have to face to face interact with these men. And I don't understand why I'm talking about one to two years. Men who are husbands don't wait one to two years. And I guess those are the men I'm looking for. Uh, so before I go off, well, question, uh, question you never got answered. What do you like about women? That's not what I do, ma'am. I don't have to answer those questions. I've already answered them. What I like about women, if I didn't like women, I wouldn't be doing this. So what you want me to answer Gotcha questions. Why do you want to know? Like no, why, but why? But why? You don't watch me enough to, you don't, first of all, you've shown that you don't watch me enough to really know who you're talking to. So whatever perception you have of me is based upon what? Clips? Small segments? That's what I'm asking to learn. Well, no, you, what you do is go study. It's already there. I'm already doing what I'm doing. And here's the funny thing. I think that you what content creators, especially women content creators, do you ask the same kind of questions? Women, you it's like I find it interesting. So many people want me to almost be a one stop shop for all that ails things. No, this is a very specific thing. And it targets women like you, women who have high expectations, high demands. And the thing is, where are these men going to come from? Men get to pick. 
who becomes who they propose to. Are you what the men, are you what the kind of men you want all across the board want? Well, well, you're, you're looking for men of faith, but 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 you but you got a lifestyle. Want to be a grad school and an ambassador and international this and that. It sounds good, but can you live at forty one thousand dollars a year? A man making forty one thousand? Uh, no, no, no. Can you live with a man making forty one thousand dollars a year? Twenty dollars and fifty cents an hour. When there's no going. There's no ambition. There's no building up. There's no grind. Mm -hmm. That's why I tell you, you see, I, I, women have been told to shoot for the stars and ask for everything on their pizza. And all they got is cheese. Cheese pizza's asking for uh, for all meat and everything else. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. I mean, I get it, but you can't make it happen. I mean, you can't make it happen. Have a good one. They can't make it. I think, think about what we're talking about, guys. The women are just told. You want such a finite man. I want him to be Christian and be able to be, and I'm like, I think it's a dangerous society that lets women just think that this is possible. I think there's a dangerous society that lets women just think it's possible. What I tell you, young lady, is, um, Especially in the church. Look at this, and especially in the church. What do we have that's going on in the church? Nobody in charge of this. Time to get your trumpets on. I'm saying, dude, where in Christianity are you supposed to want to be an ambassador? Just wow. So if you're out there, and you're a uh, born-again, abstinent, or virgin, Christian, black man earning $500,000 or more, and you are looking for a girlfriend to date and possibly turn propose to her in one to two years for her to possibly become your wife and one to you know one to two years before you propose then however long it takes to plan a wedding and do the wedding so if you're prepared to be a, a five hundred thousand dollar a year or more black christian man who's sitting there with your loins on fire for two to four years to wait and then you marry her, and you got all the financial load because she's pregnant with your first kid. If you're wanting to do that, come to this video and shoot her, you know, but understand she wants to be an ambassador and travel internationally. And, uh, hey, sure, I guess it happens. Somebody has to win the lotto. Party of one, that's exactly what I mean. The men and women want are so specialized. These lists. This is the and this is in Seattle. Seattle is ground zero for this kind of shit. 
Seattle. Seattle more than any other place. Seattle has a whole different way of doing things. All right, people, uh, I got to finish this up. I mean, those those two. What more do you need? Party of one. Loins on fire. I want you to think about this. The men who are and here's what kills me. Is women can't even define the job these men do. But they've defined the lifestyle. So I don't give a shit what you do. But I know what I want your money to do for us. Now, understand, remember, she said partner and build. What are you building? He's already built the shit. Now, I was nice, but I will ask this question on the way out. Young lady, if you didn't look the way you did, if you were an average looking woman, can you honestly say you'd still be making the same request and or demands you're making? And the answer we all know is hell to the no. Cute or pretty privilege? No, God! No, God, please, no! No! No, no damn well. No! No, damn well, they would not be making these demands. Yeah, go ahead, uh, $500,000 or $400,000 a year uh, VP of Mergers and Acquisitions or such. You get out there and you, and you have all the testosterone and you're working out and you're staying in shape and you're doing everything to work for, to, to keep healthy and everything else. Now, now, you just sit there and look at me, but don't touch me. For two years, even more than that, man, please. Sounds good. She's not even that fine. Don't be that mean. I mean, she's cute. But that's the thing. This broadcast is dead on when I said modern women, and she's a modern Christian feminist, sweet sounding one, but modern Christian feminist. Ladies, you're far too impressed with yourselves. You can tell most women are far too impressed with themselves because of what they asked for. All right, Instagram, see y'all later. Because you can see in the demands. Women who are not as impressed with themselves don't make such high demands. Women who are taken away or overly impressed with themselves, they expect and demand and require or believe it's possible or that they deserve this. Guys, make no mistake, this is not a joke. I am telling you, I, I know women who are basic as French toast looking, and they think they are the sugar honey iced tea. I've talked to them, I've seen them, and I'm like, do you not have a full-length mirror? Put a tape recorder on and listen to yourself and how you sound, anyway. Ladies, but I will say that I met some women at the focus group that I think, you know, a couple of them was just out there. But I'm, I'm encouraged that I'm starting to see women really coming in, wanting to learn, understand, ask really good questions, and willing to accept new information. 
we need to encourage the women who are really trying to understand what men think, why men think they are, and not challenge it. Just accept it and, and see how you can work with that man. Far too many women today do not accept men for who we are and you want us to change. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. All right, guys. Love you guys. Thank you for supporting me. Sorry for I started a bit late. Till next time, see you later. Your godfather is out. Don't Take that bitch down, it's gonna be me.